0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash Achieve today.
2: Petri Wine brings you Basil Rathbone and the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine invite you to listen to Dr. Watson tell us another exciting adventure he shared with his good friend, that master detective, Sherlock Holmes. And as for me, well, I'd like to ask you if you know that one of the favorite wines of American women is Petri California Muscatel. In fact, the whole family likes Petri Muscatel. And you'll certainly know why, if you'll just pour yourself a glass. Why, that Petri Muscatel is wonderful just to look at. It's the color of sheer gold. And raise that glass of Petri Muscatel to your lips. Oh, boy, what a wine! Look, did you ever walk through a vineyard early in the morning? You know, when the dew is still clinging to the grapes. And did you taste one of those luscious, plump Muscat grapes? Then you'll know what to expect the first time you taste Petri Muscatel. Petri Muscatel brings you that same wonderful Muscat flavor. Right from the heart of the grape. Try serving Petri Muscatel after dinner by itself or with fruit or nuts. It's the perfect after-dinner wine. And serve it proudly because five letters, P-E-T-R-I, spell the proudest name in the history of American wine. And now I'm sure our good friend Dr. Watson is ready for us. Let's go in and join. Come in, come in. There you are, Mr. Bartow. Good evening, Doctor. Are you all ready with tonight's new Sherlock Holmes adventure? I'm ready if you are, my boy.
3: How would you like to hear a story that took place in
2: Italy? In Italy? <laughs> Say, you and the great Sherlock Holmes certainly did get around. What took you there, Doctor?
3: We'd gone to Rome to investigate the sudden death of Cardinal Tosca. An inquiry, which I may tell you, Mr. Bartell, was carried out by Holmes at the expressed desire of His Holiness the Pope.
2: Oh, say, Doctor, that sounds like a uh, wonderful... No, no,
3: Mr. Bartell, that's a story that I'm afraid I can never tell you. However, tonight's adventure took place a few days after Holmes had brought his case to a satisfactory, though somewhat terrifying, conclusion. I suggested to the great man that a short holiday would be good for us before returning to England. And so we spent some happy days browsing among the architectural treasures of old Rome, the Coliseum, the Baths of Caracalla, the Forum the wonderful ruins on the Palatine Hill. I couldn't drag Holmes away from them, Mr. Bartell. And at night time, he was able to indulge to his heart's content his great love of music. Finally, it was two nights before we were to sail for England, I remember. We went to the opera house to hear the famous Italian soprano, Gina Valchese, singing Verdi's immortal La Traviata. I can hear that exquisite voice now, Mr. Bartell. As Holmes and I, seated in a box, listened spellbound to the great Valchese singing her last act after. magnificent voice. Yes, it is, Holmes. A pity, though, that most opera stars who sing like nightingales seem to have the figures of unusually well-fed powder pigeons. Poor woman, she must weigh at least 20 stone.
4: Nevertheless, you mustn't refer to her as poor, my dear chap, despite her somewhat unfortunate proportions. Signora Gilda Valchese remains one of the greatest and wealthiest of contemporary sopranos.
3: Listen to the applause. Yes,
4: undoubtedly she'll sing an encore. We might as well go back to her dressing room now. The opera's almost over. Why are we going back to the dressing room? Because during the last intermission, I received a note from her requesting my attendance. Well, what did the note say? Well, it seems that the lady is not too popular with certain members of the opera company. Uh, while I have no wish to become entangled in any opera clash temperaments, I, I confess, I find myself not a little interested in meeting the lady. Shh. shh. She's going to sing an encore. <laughs> addressing suddenly, my dear fellow. A summons from Gina Valcazzi is no more to be disobeyed than a royal command.
5: I must ask you gentlemen not to stand outside La dressing room. We permit no strangers, particularly foreigners. But the signora has requested our presence. Uh, May I ask who you are? Permit me to introduce myself, gentlemen. I am Armando Bellini, Inspector of Police. My name is Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, and this is my friend, Dr. Watson. Sherlock Holmes. Ah, But this is a great honor. Uh, Allow me to apologize. Here in the Opera House, we have to be so careful, you understand, uh, of intrigues. There are so many. But the uh, Senor Holmes and his friend, I'm so happy to meet you both. At headquarters, I hear wonderful reports of your work in the Cardinal Tosca
4: affair. I should prefer not to mention that unfortunate matter, Inspector, except under conditions of extreme privacy. Oh,
5: quite so. And behind the scenes at the opera is not the most secluded place. Uh, please to forgive me. You are waiting to see La Varchese? Yes. Uh, she is still on the stage. Uh, she has requested your presence, you say, Senor uh, Holmes? Yes, I trust the meeting
4: is to be a social, uh, not a professional one. We're sailing for England in a couple of days.
5: And you came to hear the great Valkyrie singer before you left. Most understandable. A magnificent voice, Inspector. Mm, yes, Doctor. And still, well, I am a devotee lover myself. Yet I cannot help but feel it's a future lies with those who can add a youth and beauty to a great voice. <laughs> ah,
4: that's true. True, signor. But where can you find such a combination? I have
5: found it. Here in the opera, there is a girl. She is my protege. Someday, I hope she will be my wife. At the moment, she is only understudying on Lavarquesi. If she should ever get the opportunity of singing in her place, then a new star will be born. Oh, really? What's her name? Lisa Bordoni. She has but recently come to Rome from Milano, where she was studied with the great Alfier. Confidentially, I think that Lavercase is so jealous of her that... Oh, here is Lisa now. And that is her brother with her. Uh, Lisa a uh, please uh, to join us. I George, what a beautiful girl.
6: What is it, Armando?
5: Uh, permit me to present uh, the famous English detective, Signor Sherlock Holmes, and his friend, Dr. Watson. How do you do? How do you do, young lady?
6: Glad to meet you both. This is my brother, Wally.
5: How do, do you do? do? Sir? I certainly feel that I know a lot
7: about you two gentlemen. No, I, I can't tell you how many times I've read your stories, Dr. Watson. Indeed, sir.
5: I'm very flattered. Please, sir, caramere. Uh, we were just saying that in youth and beauty, combined with the voice, lies our future hope in the opera. Your day will come, Lisa Mia. Your day will come soon.
6: I hope you're right, Armando. But as long as I understudy Gina Valchesi, I don't see when I'll get my chance. <laughs> <laughs> She's disgustingly healthy. <laughs> if
4: you'll pardon my saying so, young lady. Though your name is Bordoni, you and your brother don't sound in the least Italian. Well, we're not, Mr. Holmes.
7: We're American. But to succeed in Italian opera, my sister has found that an Italian name is essential. So the Borden family became the Bordonis. In
6: in any case, my real name is Lizzie Borden. (laughs) I'm sure you, Mr. Holmes, as a famous detective, will see that I had to change my name. Yes, I
4: can well understand. Uh, Who was Lizzie Borden? Uh, Well, my dear fellow, one of the greatest and... uh most successful of murderesses, who wielded an axe with incredible dexterity. I've often regretted that I was in Tibet instead of America at the time of that particular case.
5: <laughs> Senor Holmes, I do not understand you Anglo-Saxons. To me, a murderess is a murderess. Now, when you speak of a greatness in women, I feel... Oh, but here comes Gina Valkyrie now. I-, I will introduce you.
6: Oh, many times, but I tell you a lot, no one to stand outside my dressing room. Send them away, La Casey's a tired.
5: But you wish to see Senor Sherlock Holmes, said the famous detective. He has come here in answer to your request. Please, uh, permit me to present him and also his friend, uh, Dr. Watts. Uh, how do you do, Senor? I'm greatly honored to meet you, uh, Senor of And now,
4: perhaps, if we may come into your dressing room and confer privately. There,
6: Tito. What would love Arcasi have to say to a detective? A minion of the police, as Biro. Go away, all of you. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, oh. well, what do you think of that? She slammed the door in my face. Waiter. see senor. Uh, Bring me some more coffee, please. Si, senor. Ah, the very pleasant dining here on the hotel terrace, I must confess. Mm.
3: Very. Amazingly warm considering
4: yesterday's snow. Yes, it is. Uh, later, I suggest we pay another visit to the opera and hear about
3: Casey sing Gilda and Rigoletto. Upon my soul, Holmes, it seems to me that you're astonishingly casual after the way that woman insulted you last night, <laughs> slamming the door in your face as if you were a tradesman. <laughs> Shocking.
4: What would you have me do, my dear chap? Force my way into her a, into a room, demand an apology, or have my friend challenge her to a duel in order to avenge
3: my honor? Oh, don't try to be funny, Holmes. You know perfectly well what I. I mean, the lady asks you to come and see her, and when you do, she pretends she's never heard of you. And here it is nearly 24 hours later, and you've done absolutely nothing about it. (laughs) Oh,
4: dear old Watson. You're really quite upset over the affair, aren't you? Well, if it'll make you any happier, let me tell you, uh, I have done something about it. Mm, I'm delighted to hear it. What? This morning, I was able to obtain a specimen of our case's handwriting from an autographed picture in the possession of Inspector Bellini. I compared the writing with that on the note and I uh, that I received in the box last night. It was the it was the same, proving that the message I received was authentic. Oh,
3: in that case, why did she snub you like that?
4: Well, something was to frighten her, I suppose. Something or someone who was standing at the dressing room door with us. Well, who was there? Inspector Bellini, Lisa Bordoni and her brother. Precisely, my dear fellow. Therefore, we may assume that La Valchese had no wish to recognize me in their presence.
3: But if you think that, Holmes, why haven't you been in touch with her today?
4: She may be in some dreadful danger. Oh, if she is... She can find me easily enough. Meanwhile, I'm perfectly happy to be left alone. The last few weeks have been sufficiently strenuous without becoming involved in some fresh case. On
3: my soul, Holmes, you must be tired. I've never known you to be so indifferent to a case. Great Scott.
4: What is it, Watson?
3: Look. Walking towards
4: us. It's Signora Valchese herself. Oh, and judging from the lady's expression, she seems to be in some distress. Good evening, Signora.
6: Signora, I must speak to you. Please sit down,
4: won't you? This is my colleague, Dr. Watson. How do do you do? do?
6: First, I must apologize for my behavior last night. It would have been dangerous if La Valcasi had acknowledged that she had to communicate
4: with you. That's just what my friend assumed, well, madam. Please speak quite freely now, senora. Uh, no one can overhear us.
6: Signor Holmes, I am a being persecuted. My life is in a danger. You must have saved me. You've been threatened. See, si, see, si, senor. And now today, tragedy has struck. My sister... My beloved Bella uh-huh. lies near death from a murderous attack. An attack that was immense for me. Good Lord, what happened, madam? If you will please to keep a quiet, and little Albert Casey speak, we'll learn what happened. Well
3: oh, I'm, I'm, so I'm sorry, madam.
6: These are morning, these are morning, I always myself take my dog for a walk. But these are morning, I feel the trace of a cold. I ask my sister
4: to take the dog for a walk.
6: Please do understand that my sister is a very much like me in
4: appearance. Yes, I understand, Signora. Uh, please continue.
6: She walk alone in the park. From nowhere. A horseman come gallop and ride her down. These are much I learned from the traces in the snow when I worry and go to find her.
4: Was she able to tell you who the horseman was?
6: No. She cannot speak, Signor. They say at the hospital that her skull is a fracture. That she may not leave. Signor Holmes. That attack, it was meant for me. You must protect
4: me. Signora, I shall do everything in my power to...
6: No, 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 no! no. What's wrong, madam? Somewhere there is a cat. I know it. Make it go away. I cannot sense God, they drive me mad. No, no, no! Oh, make it go away, please. I cannot sense them without even seeing them. Shoot, 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 shoot. No, I no, no.
4: It must be your imagination.
6: I am sorry to no. make such a scene, but I cannot bear to no. be no. near no. cat. I cannot tell you what he do no, to me. He may sound a foolish weakness. No, no,
4: not at all, Signora. Such a condition is quite common. In fact, I believe medical science has given it a name. It's known as ilorophobia. Oh, uh,
6: whatever it is called. It makes me ill. I must go to my room. I, I cannot stand much more. My poor sister.
4: I imagine with your sister at death's door, Signora, you will not sing tonight.
6: Signor Holmes. I love her very much. But even a sister is only a sister. My art is my life. In an hour, Signor, I sing Gilda in a rigoletto. You will attend the performance. And afterward, you will tell Alain Valchese how she may trap these devils.
3: It's after 9.30. We've missed quite a lot of
4: the opera. It's hardly worth going to our box now. It's just been time to hear La Balcacia sing the incomparable Caronome. Come on, old fellow. Let's slip in as quietly as we can. It
3: seems to me we should have been in our box from the beginning of the performance. She asked you to keep an eye on her.
4: You That's know. true, old chap. But it occurred to me that an attack on her during the performance was unlikely and that our time might be more profitably spent making inquiries at the writing academy. You
3: drew a blank. We found no trace of that mysterious rider.
4: No, but at least we tried. Here we are. Let's stand at the back of the
2: theater for a few minutes. Great
4: well, Scott! That isn't our case of singing. It's the understudy. Believe me, his protege, the American girl, Lisa Bordoni. What a beautiful voice. It's a nice one, but with a beautiful of Wonderful range. Look here, we, we've no time to listen to her now. We must go to the Varkese's dressing room at once. We know she left for the theatre tonight with the intention of singing. I'm very much afraid there's devil's work of it, Watson.
3: Doesn't she answer? Shh. Listen. There are cats
4: inside our dressing room. Come on, Watson. Locked. Put your shoulder to it. Come on, help me. Uh, what?
8: Come on. Uh, Once more. Come on, again. Uh, now. Watson, here.
4: Uh, ah. Thanks, Scott, she's unconscious, Watson. See what you can do for her. She must have fainted the fight. Yes, some fiend knowing her deadly fear of cats has locked her in here with half a dozen of them.
8: Shoot. Shoot. Off me. Of shoot.
3: are opening homes. She's coming too. Signora Varchese. Her lips are moving.
4: She's trying to speak. Signora Varchese. Tell me. Who did this to you?
8: Her, 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 Great heavens.
4: Uh... Her voice. It's gone. I've known many vicious crimes in my lifetime, Watson. But to murder a voice, a voice that was one of the treasures of the world, is as vile a killing as I've ever
2: encountered. <laughs> Dr. Watson will tell you the rest of his story in just a few seconds. And right now would be a wonderful time to try a glass of Petri California Port. In the evening after dinner, well, any time you're taking things easy, is the perfect time for Petri Port. Petri Port is a rich red wine, the kind of wine you like to sip slowly, so you won't miss a drop of its truly fine flavor. I'm not kidding when I say you owe it to yourself and your family to try Petri Port. In fact, you should try Petri Port and Petri Muscatel. So don't buy one, buy two. Buy both Port and Muscatel. Just be sure you get Petri, because Petri wine is always good wine. Well, Dr. Watson so the great opera singer lost her voice when someone locked in a room full of cats, huh? Uh, what did you and Sherlock Holmes do? We took Signor Valchese back to her hotel at once and saw that she was properly taken care of. How did the understudy uh, Lisa Bordoni make out, Doctor? Well,
3: the tragedy that overtook Lark Valchesi gave her her great chance. She received a tremendous ovation at the close of the performance, and it seemed certain that another star had been born. But let me tell you the story just as it happened, Mr. Bartell. A little later that night, Holmes and I were once again standing on the balcony of our hotel, watching a crowd of people that had assembled in the courtyard. You see that crowd, Watson? Yes, I suppose they've come here to acclaim the new star. No, 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 my one. dear
4: fellow. That crowd isn't planning a celebration. Look at them and listen to their angry murmuring. I'm afraid there's going to be trouble. I don't like the look of it.
3: Hello. Here comes Lisa Bordoni's brother, Wally. What's wrong, sir? Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes, you've got to do something.
7: What's happened? Well, somehow the story about the cats in La Valchese's dressing room has spread. The crowd outside are saying that my sister, Lisa, planned the whole thing so that she could sing Valchese's part in the opera tonight. Where's your sister
4: now? In a room at the hotel here. I managed to get her away from the crowd and I locked her in. But that mob, I'm frightened. Ah, here comes the official representative of law and Daughter, Inspector Bellini. Wally, Wally, where is Lisa? I was just telling Mr. Holmes that I'd locked her in a room. that crowd's in a dangerous mood, Bellini. What precautions are you taking?
5: I have thrown a cordon of police around the hotel. The mob is getting out of her hand, and Lisa must be protected. As a matter of fact, the situation is even worse than the crowd knows. I have just been told that Laval Casey's twin sister, Bella, died in the hospital tonight. That adds a murder charge. If the crowd knew about that, i tremble to think what might happen. Did you say that uh, Laval Casey's sister was a... Quinn, Inspector? See,
4: si, Senor Holmes.
5: She was a, her exact double in everything but voice. Indeed,
4: how very illuminating. If you don't mind, I should like to have a few words in private with my friend Dr. Watson.
3: Excuse us for a moment, please. Oh, what do you make of it, Holmes? What are you, old chap? Well, the American girl seemed really charming and all that, but she might have done it. It had to be either her, her brother, or the Inspector himself. They all had a motive for wanting La Valchese to lose her voice. But I must say, I can't understand the motive behind the murder of her twin sister.
4: I think I can give you the answer to that question in a very few minutes. But meanwhile, the mob gets uglier and uglier. The only way to avert violence, Watson, is to give them quick proof and a certainty of conviction. I must go back to Bellini and the young American. I want to keep an eye on them. Meanwhile, I want you to slip out and, uh, get me a cat. A cat? What a thought? You'll find out soon enough.
3: Holmes, what kind of a cat? Oh, any kind but Hurry! <laughs> Come on, kitty. There's a good kitty.
8: Uh, here, here. Here. What you do in a hotel kitchen, senor? Oh, you want to play with my cat? Oh, is he your cat? Charming little fellow.
3: Uh, I'd like to borrow him for a little while. Uh, why you want to borrow my cat? Oh, I thought I'd take him up
8: to my hotel room and have a little game with him. Uh, I've got some old socks he can play with. Oh, Deal. The English, they are a crazy race. My cat does not like to play with the old socks. Look here.
3: Here's has 50 lira for you.
8: Wait. Oh, no, no, no. I tell you, my cat does not like to play with old socks. My cat will stay here, and you can keep her your money. I'll give you 100 lira. Oh, so, that, that you may stuff my cat full of old socks? No, no. Give me back my cat. Oh, the place me. is with you. You'll get it back, my Stop him. Stop him. The crazy Englishman is stealing my cat. Stop him.
3: got the cat for you, Holmes, but I wish you'd tell me what we're doing outside Valcase's door with it. I'm going to try an experiment. We open her bedroom door softly.
4: So, slip the cat in. So, and close the door.
3: Holmes, man, what the blazes do you think you're doing? You'll drive
4: her mad. I think not. Listen, and watch through the keyhole if you can.
2: from oh, you, stupid
3: cat. Go it. Holmes, her voice. It's come back. Yes, I thought it might. I can see her through the keyhole. She's picking the cat up by the scruff of its neck. She's walking toward the balcony. Yes, and
4: towards the crowd down below, an excellent opportunity for a public confession. Come on.
8: up
6: What do you want?
4: I charge you with the murder of your sister, the great singer, about
5: It was a magnificent, Signor Holmes. A magnificent. The way you forced her to confess on the balcony in a full sight of the mouth. And
7: so you saved Lisa. I can't thank you enough, Mr. Holmes.
6: Nor can I. Though I still don't see how you guessed. She looked so much like her sister that she fooled even me,
4: her understudy. Yes, it was an extremely cunning plot, Miss Bordone. The real Valkese sent me that note last night. When I met her at the dressing room door, she denied having sent for me because the three of you were there.
5: I suppose that she suspect the one of us.
4: Oh, yes, obviously, and later, no doubt, she told her twin sister, Bella, about having sent me the message and also announced her intention of coming to see me. Bella saw her opportunity, murdered La Valkese assumed her identity, and to give added realism to her role, followed through with her sister's plan by coming to see me today.
7: But I still don't understand this business, Mr. Holmes. Why did the twin sister lock herself in her dressing room and fill it with cats? What did it accomplish?
6: It gave me the chance to see.
4: Yes, that's true. Which is why Watson felt certain the criminal must be you, your brother, or Signor Bellini. But you see, the episode with the cats accomplished one other thing. It made it plausible that the great Valchese should never sing again. To whose advantage would that be? An impostor, of course. In
3: the person of a twin sister who could not sing and who must surely envy her sister's great exactly, will. Exactly, my dear
4: fellow. As soon as I knew they were twin sisters and everything but voice, it became more than a possibility... It became probability, but it had to be tested. That's why I sent for the cat, Watson. When the sister, thinking herself unobserved, exhibited no terror for cats, well, it became a certainty.
3: For my soul, Holmes, this is as fantastic a plot as ever
4: we've met. A diabolical plan, Watson. And I'm only thankful, Miss Bordoni, that we were able to expose it before the crowd reached you tonight.
6: I don't know what I can ever do to repay you, Mr. Holmes.
4: Oh, that won't be hard, my dear. A box of cotton garden for your London debut would be, uh, well, an ample repayment. And from what I hear of your reception in Rigoletto tonight, I shan't have to wait very long for that reward,
6: eh? It's a promise, Mr. <laughs> Holmes. Hello.
8: Come in. Oh, excuse me, please. All over the hotel I looking for my cat. I say to myself... There he is! He's stealing my cat. Inspector Bellino, you arrested him. He tried to bribe me, and then he ran away with my cat and fill him full of old English socks. Oh, does he... i of <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doctor, I'd sure like to have a picture of you running away with that fellow's cat under your arm <laughs> You a cat stealer It's not a bit funny, Mr. Bartell <laughs> Believe me, it was most embarrassing I know But it was all for a good cause And I think you were splendid about the whole thing uh, incidentally, how'd you happen to look for a cat in a hotel kitchen? Oh, there's usually
3: one round the back door of a kitchen. Haven't you ever wandered? Uh, well, uh, backstage in a hotel?
2: Fascinating. Oh, of course I have, but, uh, I've never been in a hotel kitchen. Then where were you? In the wine cellar. I should have known. Yes, doctor, I like to look at bottles of Petri wine, because when I see a Petri wine, I know I'm looking at a good wine. And Petri wine is good because of the Petri family. The Petri family first started making fine wine before the beginning of this century, generations ago. Since then, winemaking has been their heritage, handed on down from father to son. So you can take it for granted that the Petri family really knows how to turn luscious, sun-ripened grapes into clear, fragrant, delicious wine. And you can take it for granted, too, that the name Petri on a bottle of wine is more than a, a trademark, It's the personal assurance of the Petri family that every drop of wine in that bottle is good wine. You just can't go wrong with Petri wine because Petri took time to bring you good wine. Well, Dr. Watson, what story are you planning to tell us next week?
3: Next week, Mr. Bartell, I'm going to tell you a strange adventure that Holmes and I had many, many years ago. It concerns a young girl, the mutilation of her doll, and the tragedy that overtook a certain wise woman from the mountains.
2: Tonight's Sherlock Holmes adventure was written by Dennis Green and Anthony Boucher, and was suggested by an incident in the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle story, The Adventure of Black Peter. Music is by Dean Fossler. Mr. Rathbone appears through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. And tonight, Dr. Watson was played by Mr. Eric Snowden, who substituted for Mr. Nigel Bruce. Mr. Bruce is scheduled to return to the program next week. Company of San Francisco, California invites you to tune in again next week, same time, same station. Sherlock Holmes comes to you from our Hollywood studios. This is Harry Bartell saying good night for the Petrie family. For a solid hour of exciting mystery dramas, listen every Monday on most of these same stations at 8 o'clock To Michael Shane, followed immediately by Sherlock Holmes. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.